Marys, we have a lot to celebrate today. First, we have to celebrate Colin's departure from his job that he hated. That's right. Or didn't like. That's right. No, we can say hate. We can say hate. Okay. Uh, we can, right. you know, I know uh, we can say I am grateful to not experience that job anymore. So from hateful to mm. grateful is where I am right now. We are also celebrating another birthday for me in quarantine. That's right. Which, bittersweet, but whatever. Well, and I would imagine <laughs> better than last year because as we know from a previous Matreon, like, you've been hitting up the bars. <sighs> oh, thank God, yes. I mean, there's only one that's doing it like New York is doing it. I, I'm just, like, experiencing so much FOMO with... Uh, seeing posts of New Yorkers like going out to bars, but uh, whatever. Well, the it's worst all good. is when the Fire Island posts start. I can't even look. Oh, they've already started. I know. Yeah, they've already I know. started. Yeah. Oh, it's just. Yeah. I, but anyway, we'll get to that. But yes, uh, another birthday, another another trip around Uranus. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Uh, and you know, if you know me very well, you know that there hasn't been any trips around my anus. No, but that um, is, you know, <laughs> just setting a sort of a, a birthday, a, a birthday wish for this year is <laughs> birthday yeah. wish. That's the name of my memoir. Yeah. So Mary, but the true celebration is we finally got a premiere date on Paramount Plus for RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Six. Come on, All Stars Six, let's get sickening. Yeah. What do you think, Mayor? Well, let me say, uh, you know, I it came, you know, it came out. The, the premiere came out all creamsicle and and well produced. They got that Paramount Plus money, and <laughs> I thought, oh, and I kind of knew pretty much all of the cast already because you know it was it was doing the trolling and not trolling but trolling, uh, and so there were no real surprises in the list. And at first, I was like, okay. That's a cast. That's an interesting cast. Huh. Okay. Huh. Okay. And then the more I sat with it and then I watched the Meet the Queens video, I'm going to come out and say this early in this episode. I am very excited about this cast. I hear that very much so. I, I can't tell if it's like fine or if it's such a backhanded compliment because I've been seeing this sentiment thrown around for the last couple of days but it's like there are no front runners I'm like ouch right right I know like <laughs> well you know I I had that moment because I think there was my initial reaction was like oh this feels like a cast made up of supporting characters mm. which was kind of like a hot take and also very passive aggressive but then when I watched the meet the queens videos I was like well no actually I I could in the same way when people say front runner I think it's fair to say like it's Shea Coulee from All Stars Five. It's Chad Michaels from season All Stars One. It's Correct. Alaska from All Stars Two. Shangela. Yeah, Shangela from All Stars Three. It's like the people who are like, okay, all eyes are on this queen, you know. Uh, but anything could happen, obviously. And so, right, I right, because well, Manila went home, you right? Know, like exactly. Anything can happen. Right. Kennedy yeah. was in the top two. I don't think a lot of people expected that for All Stars Three. And so, and I love that for her. Totally she so deserved it. And Go ahead. and I thought, oh, and and it's you know, so I'm kind of like. Well, I love the fact that I don't really have an idea of who that person is in this cast. And I could also make a case for a few of them to be that person. Like, same. I feel yeah. like Ginger Minge kind of feels like that role a little bit. Yeah. The, you know, the first thing that 
kind of struck me watching that uh, promo video, not the Meet the Queens necessarily, but the promo video, which again, like that was production, madam, right? Um, but I noticed, I was like, oh, there's no like kids on this cast. Yeah. Granted, there are still like people in their 20s because they were on Drag Race young, mm-hmm. but late 20s. I think Jan is the youngest. Jan. Jan is 27. But, you know, she was on season 12. She was literally just on Drag Race. Jan and Scarlett um, are year. the youngest. Um, at 27. Scarlet. How old is Scarlett? 27. Oh, she's 27. I'm 26. I'm 26. Um, but it's a lot of people who are. 29 plus and yeah a lot of people mm-hmm. in their 30s someone in their 40s you know god bless right. i love it oh yeah no it's that that to me feels i don't know there's something about it maybe it's because i'm getting older but it you know there's a lot of representation granted from season 11 but mm. there's a lot of representation from some earlier scenes that you weren't expecting and and what's a little wild is that we I consider season seven early, right? The fact mm-hmm. that Ginger Minj is on is like, oh, that's still early for me, right? That's pre-season nine. Anything pre-season nine is still like early days of Drag Race. I agree. I agree. There is. It's probably that VH1 shift is that that suddenly it was like, sure. and like the, the calendar shift in terms of like there being more seasons per year. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it is it is definitely an older cast in general. And I, you know, I, I think that, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, they call it all stars, but like you've got people who went home second and blah, 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 and didn't even do well on their seasons. And I understand that from the definition of like, you know, oh, let's bring back these like finalists and people who were robbed. But I think now that we have six seasons of all stars and they're pumping them out as quickly as they're pumping out regular seasons, I'm also okay with shifting the shifting all stars to just mean like, seeing some familiar faces, you know, come back again. Like that was one of my big takeaways watching the, the meet the Queens videos was like, well, I don't really care how a lot of these people did on the original season. I am excited to kind of see them again on TV. Yeah. Why not? Right. Uh, I mean, obviously there are some that maybe we're not that excited about, but you know, the jury is still out. We're, we're going to keep our judgments at bay, but I, you know, and so we can be honest about those folks. But yeah, I, I I think I can't go any further without expressing my joy and also anxiety about my favorite drag race queen being on this season. It's something that I've wanted for a long time, and I I only want her to win. I only want Trinity K. Bonet to win, and I I that's all I'm going to say. I only want her to win. And that is a problem. (laughs) Yeah. This is, you know, this is one of those Brene Brown fear of joy situations where it's like, I, you know, she uses the example of like watching your child sleep at night, but we could use an example we can relate to like watching your favorite drag queen compete on all stars. And at one point you think, Oh, I love this queen so much. And I just want so much good for her and look at her on all stars. And this is so good for her. And in the next moment, it's like, Oh my God, this could all end at any moment. And I just can't even like live in that space between like the possibility of that, you know? And I think that was definitely my takeaway seeing watching her meet the Queens. I was like, Oh, sweet goose. Like it's it's so bittersweet that you're here because like if you go home first, it's just going to be too much, you know? If 
I if she goes home first, Colin, you're gonna have to find another co-host for this season. I I'm, I understand. I, I don't know if I'll be able to really kind of like care, but I'm I'm obviously being dramatic. Yeah, we're gonna right? change but, the title uh, of the podcast to "I'm Not All Right, Mary." <laughs> Everything's terrible, Mary. Yeah. Um, you know, with with Trinity K. Bonet. I the way where I've landed with it is you know what I am just happy for her. I was on her Instagram live, not on, but watching it, and I was reminded like, oh, I'm gonna get merch, I'm gonna get music, I'm gonna get more Trinity K Bonet because there's a machine now, kind of like fueling her. Before, you know, I had to dig for Trinity K Bonet stuff because it was you know just on her Instagram or whatever. It just wasn't ever in people's faces the other part of me and just call me call me a child for this i don't care um i i i there's something about trinity k bonet being on this season where i'm like oh all of you are going to be fans but you're not really fans you you haven't loved her as much as i have (laughs) right 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 like you're not going to appreciate her the way i appreciate her like where's your barbie doll yeah Yes, I exactly. Mean, like, I have been singing her praises since season six. It has not lessened. She has been at the top of my list every single time. Um, and, I, 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 you know, the other thing is that I love that she's on All Stars is that they would... I, 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 maybe I'm going to eat my words because I said this before, but they would really fuck up if they didn't let Trinity K. Bonet, the true... Lip sync assassin. If they didn't let her lip sync. Well, and I think that was what that makes me think about is All Stars 5, where I think it was probably Jujubee. We were like, oh, like, you know, what a great opportunity to see Jujubee lip sync again. And I think she lip synced once. Whereas Miss Cracker, who's a queen who we don't normally think of as like, oh my God, lip sync assassin. I think she lip synced like four or five times during the season. And so. Uh, because she kept, you know, being in the top two. And so I guess Trini K. Bonet just has to win a lot of challenges, you know? Right. And I, I just hope that that happens for her. She is so talented. She's also such a goose. I don't know if the, mm. the last time you watched season six was, but Trinity is such a goose. She is adorable in her talking heads. I only imagine that with age and with experience, that she's just going to like sink into that goosiness. She is adorable. And I just only want good things for her. I will protect her at all costs. I, I, she's the type of queen that I would meet and I would be satisfied with any type of experience, you know, a meet and greet or a wave Mm -hmm. uh, or a sit down for coffee. Like I just, she is, uh, I, I just want so much good for her. And I'm just going to stop gushing because I sound a little ridiculous. This is a person I've never met. Just imagine if she was like, hey, <clears throat> do you want to get a two drink minimum worth of mozzarella sticks and and have a, and sit somewhere comfortable at a bar where we can talk? <laughs> yeah. And then I'll be like, hey, Trinity, you know, I want to become a lip sync assassin, too. So uh, any tips? Send them my way. Any tips? Yeah, send it my way. Uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. There, it's it's certainly a stacked cast full of queens. I think, I think, I feel like the folks who are like, oh god, like who are these queens? Like you know, really scraping the barrel, whatever. I, 
I I think you know, uh, check check your lipstick before you come for them, as as has once been suggested. Because I feel like there's a lot of talent in this season, and even folks who I maybe was quick to write off in the past or get tired of in the past, I'm kind of excited to see back again. And I don't know if this is just a post quitting my job, post hey I think the Zoloft is kicking in kind of high, but like I'm. Are you sad? Sorry. Yeah. Are you sad? Um, what's that from? <laughs> oh, that's the commer- the Zoloft commercials. Oh, of course, back of course. In, like, with the, with the yeah. bouncing egg. Yeah. No, yes. I am. Uh, yeah. I've, I've been many different variations of that egg over the past year and a half. But um, you know, as as uh, you know, as illustrated by some of our podcasts where we are just giggling messes. But yeah. Anyway, that's, really, that's neither here there nor here nor there. You know, I, I we should name the elephant in the room, um, and we're not talking about Eureka. We're talking about Serena Chacha. Serena Chacha is so surprising that she's on the season, and you know, I feel like her edit in season four or five was um, unfavorable. She was the one that kind of everybody dunked on, and you know, she was. It was almost kind of like the dinky dink music should have always been whenever she was on screen. Because even when I think we talked about this recently on a Patreon episode, but like, you know, she was going off about how like, you know, gender is art and art is her drag and yada, yada, yada. And we're like, well, you know, four years later, Sasha was making the same points and everybody was co-signing it. But when Serena was saying it, they just called her art school. Uh, and I just mm. think it's it's interesting to look back at a queen like Serena Chacha, who, as she said in her Meet the Queens interview, <clears throat> was like surrounded by titans. Yeah, and and very true. You know, I mean, I you you can certainly see that even just in that one you know infamous Untucked, where it was like, oh my god, kid, you are outranked here. <laughs> right, you had she had Coco, Alyssa, Detox, Jinx, Alaska. Roxy. Who am I forgetting? Roxy. Uh, I'm sure everybody, we could name everybody in that cast. Milan, you know? Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, come on. So so I have to be honest, though. Like, I'm not, I'm not excited to see Serena, but I'm excited to see what happens on the show for Serena. Like, yeah. I do want her to change the story, right? Change her costume, Mimi. Change it around, right? Yeah, I'm I I can't say that she's, you know, my horse in the race right now, but I can also say that I have no idea what to expect and I'm mostly basing that on an opinion of her from many years ago and I haven't exactly kept up with her since, so I have no idea what to expect. And I think I think Tatiana is such a great example of a queen who if you whatever you had assumed you knew about her from season 2, was completely wrong in All Stars too, and I just think like that mm. was so. It was so fun to be wrong about Tatiana or to have like a whole new opinion of her from All Stars, and some kind of like, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll come out of this being like, you know, you better cha cha your way back in here because we love you, Serena. For sure, uh, absolutely. I will say when looking at a cast reveal, there's always the conversation of. Well, who else could have been in that spot? And I, I just think it's worth mentioning because of our last week's episode. This very much could have been Dita Ritz. Of course. But yeah. And, and when you look at like a casting person and somebody that is thinking about the architecture of a cast on U.S. drag race seasons, particularly in all star season, you are looking for 
surprises, you're looking for early outs, and you can't stack the cast because then it'll just be disappointment after disappointment, which I don't think U.S. fans want, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I I think Dita Ritz certainly probably a, there's probably a few seasons of All Stars where she could have been <laughs> in that cast. I think you know this would you have mean been all of them, probably all of them. You know, uh, but you know, I'll tell you, there's I I also to be honest, I don't think I would have ever expected Trinity K. Bonet to be back in the mix. Like I, I kind of felt like no one was calling her either, you mm, know? And right. so like, that was a nice surprise. I mean, you'd almost think from the way things went with Serena, like who the fuck's calling Serena? You know, like I understand she's got mm-hmm. a whole wig empire, but in terms of the world of drag race, you know, it's beady, beady little TV show. It was like, I, you don't expect her to be on anyone's short list. And so you never know. I mean, uh, I guess the question is at a certain point, you know, Dita, if they called you, are you like, do you want to be on? I mean, it seems like she does from what, how she's tweeted, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. At a certain point, I, be, I might be like, you know what? I don't want to be on your stupid little show. So, <laughs> No, I think contractually after season nine, they have to say yes. I wouldn't be um, surprised. What we found out. Oh, from uh, uh, from Bussy, bussy Queen. Queen. <laughs> oh God, Bussy. Uh, is it yeah. Bussy? Is it Bussy? Is is it is he a, is he a form of public transportation or is <laughs> or am I misunderstanding? He's eco friendly, Mary. Yeah, eco friendly. I'm a Bussy you Queen. Know, yeah, sometimes he's, I'm a he's Scooter the, Queen. He's the the second coming of uh, of Jake Jake Yonce. Jake Yonce. Yeah, he's the more eco friendly Jake Yonce. Eco-friendly Jake Yonza. Yes, correct. <laughs> Less plastic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, Mary. Less hot air. Yeah. Um, uh, I also want to celebrate this All-Stars cast because of the different types of drag that it's uh, representing and different body types. Um, you know, it, it's notable that there's not one token big girl. Yeah. You know, which I think is great. Uh, and to be honest with you, Mary, maybe it's... I don't know, but like Jake Lee doesn't come across as big girl anymore. Yeah, I I didn't. She doesn't read that way to me uh, anymore. So when I was qualified, I was like, oh, one of the big girls in the room. Uh, I I feel like she's. I mean, would she lose like sixty pounds? That's you know, um, <laughs> it's a lot of. So yeah, it's a so, lot of jiggly. <laughs> right, but so you have Eureka and Ginger and Silky that I think all kind of have that in their platform in a way mm-hmm. um, yeah it's part of the character i do want to talk yeah. i do want to talk about silky because it, it's it, the only thing i associate with silky is notoriety and it's interesting that they cast her and silky also is so aware of it yeah. which i love yes yeah, silky is gonna be an interesting one to watch i feel like at first i was kind of like oh god oh brother like uh, you know, right? Yeah, um, but you know, but then there's part of me that's like, all right, come on, you you goober, get in, get in the van, come on, let's go. I I have high hopes that Silky is gonna read the room. I think she gets it, and because she's not gonna give the producers season eleven, she is gonna be a, you know an earlier out, maybe like middle. Um, Who knows? I just right? don't. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think that she's gonna just not do what they want her to do, which is smart. Uh, I, I think the thing with Silky has always been, or how I've always kind of read Silky is like she's 
great at the reality TV side of things. I feel like mixed in terms of the competition side of things. Um, so who knows? I mean, you know, that might not be enough for an All-Stars. We, they might not need any more of the reality TV side of things. Um, or she could win the whole fucking thing. I mean... She's not going to win the whole thing. I, But you know what I do love? I love that she... We can count on her to say what everybody is thinking. I, I just loved in her interview when she was talking, she's like... It, girls this is not a glow up they just have money now mm-hmm. it's such an important point to me <laughs> right right <laughs> they'll call you back when you're good tv don't forget that i was just like girl okay yeah I, you know i mean you can't falter you do kind of have to know you know you, you can't play naive at this point you kind of got to know your brand uh i did just see her recently tweeting at waffle house to see if she could get a free breakfast because she's an all-star Smart. And Smart. I thought, you know, I would be doing the same thing. You don't yes. ask, you don't get, you know? Exactly. No, for sure. And I I kind of like that she gets a little bit of a second chance. Um, yeah. I think that's, you know, I, I, for anybody, I really am kind of like, okay, but especially a Silky or a Raja O'Hara, who I'm really excited to see. And I didn't yeah. think that I was going to be excited, but then I was remi- reminded how good she is at talking heads. Well, right. I mean, that's the thing is like Raja, I was, I was happy for her because it was like, oh boy, like, you know, a rough go of it on season 11, but her talking heads were so funny. Her lip syncs were great. I mean, she had, I don't know. She has a lot of star quality. And I think, um, I hope that she comes back and I hope that she, however she does in the competition, because, again, it doesn't really matter who wins All-Stars. Uh, I hope she comes out of it with a different public opinion and with people loving her, because I think she she got a lot of shit after season 11. Oh, fans eviscerated her. Yeah. Fans eviscerated her. It was so, it was a pile-on. It was yeah. one of the first... I Not one of the first, but, like, I just remember it, like, happening, and it was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, this is real. Okay. Um yeah. Off the, the, the tail end of season 10 and all of that stuff that happened with Eureka and with the Vixen and the fans coming for them. And then it, it Raja was like one of the first ones of season 11 yeah. for that to happen. The, the, and Silky, obviously, later, but mm-hmm. certainly Raja. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see another version of Raja. I'm excited to kind of, I don't know, I think that there, there is something to be said for the unpredictability of the casting. I don't want to know what to expect, you know? Like, I don't for as much drag race as there is right now it's like goop me where you can bring back a raja o'hara and have her be totally different from the way we saw her in season 11 that's yes that's just as exciting as see as meeting a new contestant you know and between australia and the uk and spain i got enough new contestants so bring back some old familiar favorites you know i got you um i you know as the the cast kind of comes to form in my mind and i spend time on each uh, cast member it it's interesting casting because yes at once there's no front runner you're kind of like oh okay or oh okay oh let's see or hmm but there for me there are clear front runners in terms of the the show and the girls voting them off have mm-hmm. to keep certain queens around and the one that there is no world where i think it would be fair if she went home First or fifth or even eighth uh, is Pandora Box. Pandora Box to me is the is the, you know, Susan Lucci of Drag Race. They have to keep her. And I feel like she will she if I'm going to pick a top three right from this 
Meet the Queens video, it's Pandora Box on the fact that the show fucked up enough. <laughs> I mean, it, it does make for a great narrative to be like you were the Susan Lucci of season two and season two. It's like at this point, it's, you know, it's a black and white classic. Uh, mm. And then, you know, All Stars won, you know, the, the wheels kind of were taken off of your car. You didn't really have even, even any you know control over that. And so there is kind of a great narrative to then come back. And again, she doesn't even have to win. Just get to the end, you know, win mm-hmm. a challenge or two. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm excited to see. I mean, I, I'm excited to see a seasoned queen who's, who knows the Drag Race franchise and the brand. I mean, she was the original Pit Stop host. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like Pandora used to host the Pit Stop. Whatever, and if that's what they called it at the time. So, like, she's been a part of this for such a long time. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, you know, a new version of Pandora Box. And, um, you know. I wonder, I wonder how much the casting process had to do with fandom. Because if you notice, if you look down this list, there's some high fan favorites that would be very upset if that queen went home. And then there's some fan, some fan favorites that it's like, eh, I just want to see her on TV again. And then there's lots of Queens where it's like, yeah, I don't care if she goes home. And I feel like this casting process thought about that a lot. Um, Cause you know, I think of the inclusion of Jan and Scarlett who are obviously fan favorites, I think Jan is, you know, good TV. I think people just want to see her do it again. And then Scarlett, she went home too early. People thought she was robbed because she won that lip sync. So, and she's gorgeous, right? So, like, there's there's that appeal. And then you have people like Pandora Box and uh, Akira Chanel, right, that are just like, oh, wow, they should definitely get another shot. And Ginger, I think, is on that list. Um you know, that's that's kind of how I'm reading this cast right now. I, there's outliers too, right? Surprises, um, but those are those are the kind of the stories that I'm seeing, and it comes from the, the fandom standpoint. One that I'm I'm interested in is uh, the artists formerly known as, and I guess still sort of uh, known as Sony Kylie Sonique Love. Uh, I guess we'll, I, we'll we'll call her. She says call her Kylie Kylie Sonique Love. I'm stumbling over it. So sometimes it might be Kylie, which means I'm going to say it in a bad Australian accent. Kylie. Uh, so you know, pick and choose. But I'm calling her Kylie Sonique Love Hewitt. That's yeah. I think that's fair too. Michelle Geller. Um, <laughs> Kylie Sonique Love Michelle Geller. I know what she did last season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Hollisley spectacular. That's uh, right. But, you know, I'm also excited about her. I mean, first of all, so good to see Ellen Barkin in the competition. So that's feeling really good. I mean, she's giving me such Ellen Barkin. And that is I totally see it. Yeah, high compliment. But there's there is a quality about her in her in the Meet the Queens videos. There's something about 
she's these like certain facial expressions or ways of saying things that reminded me so much of Michelle Visage. And I just kept thinking, oh, we've mm. got this like grown woman in the cast, and I'm so excited about this. So, oh, yeah, the know? adult in the room is yeah. like the, the actual like Michelle Visage mother energy. Right, right. There's just this like yeah. lady in the room. And I just, I don't know, like I'm getting a, that vibe from. Uh, Kylie Sunique, love Michelle Geller, love Hewitt. <laughs> uh, it's going to be evolving. Um, but She's, yeah. she, the, her entrance to just kind of turn it upside down. Ooh, girl, you got female. Oh, also a brilliant line. So good. Like, brilliant. Just a joke years in the making, you know? Mm, totally. Um, and speaking of, you know, different types of drag, you, we also have Jiggly, another trans uh, mm-hmm. drag performer. Um, with Jiggly, you know, it's interesting. If you go back to season four, Jiggly is fucking fabulous. She just sucked in that Snooky challenge and she had that bad outfit. Otherwise, Jiggly is a delight. Yeah. You know, it's funny. She I was thinking during her Meet the Queens video, I was like, oh, she does have a Snooky kind of charm. <laughs> I mean, a terrible Snooki performance in Snatch Game, but in the same way with Snooki and Jersey Shore, where it's like, oh, oh, I like you. You're kind of fun. You're a fun little thing. I like you. Um, yeah, and the fact that it's All-Stars means she can come with a lot of looks already, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have to worry about all the sewing, which she right. mentioned in her in her thing. So, you know, I think this is a nice little... Uh, callback to season four, and yeah, Jiggly is somebody that certainly should be on another season of Drag Race. I, we have to stop thinking of it as all stars um, because it's it's just, they get they get another chance. It's great. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing with the Project Runway. They had so many all-star seasons. After a while, it was like, okay, well, let, I remember I remember you. Oh, it, it's it's Catherine Gertis. I remember her. Yes, <laughs> um, and yeah, and so I feel like that's, uh, that's kind of what's happening here where it's like, it's, the first couple seasons, there's that real all-stars feeling of like, oh, they all got so close. But now it's just like, yeah, of course I want to see Akira on TV again. Akira is great. Why would I not want another season with Akira? Bring her back, you know? Um, I also think the fact that this is, I don't know if they knew this. I think, I think, I remember they were going to do this on like Showtime. I remember when they were going to do uh-huh. All-Stars on Showtime, All-Stars 5, and then they put it on VH1. I wonder how much the casting and editing of all this knew if they knew it was going to be on a an app, right? Because this isn't it's going to be a different audience, Mary. It's not going to necessarily be just the kids, which is why I accept this kind of older-ish cast. And I'm not saying that shady. I'm right in the middle with all these queens. Oh yeah, no, I, these are this is my <laughs> these are my cohorts. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I I do wonder if if the casting thought about that that it's actually not going to be the 16-year-olds watching this. This is more for the 35, 37-year-olds that grew up in their 20s watching this, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's certainly the the math would be there that like when you think of the casting, you think of okay, well, you know, are the you know who's the audience for this and would those people be excited about these queens but i don't know i think there's so many factors that go into casting these seasons that um you know i i I also i think just in general the idea that this is on paramount plus and it's not on vh1 is not as readily accessible and paramount plus being 
they're you know not the first streaming app you know so at this point people have downloaded disney plus and peacock and already have netflix mm. and hulu and amazon right. so it's kind of like i know i you know and discovery and all that where it's just like i'm i'm not going to download paramount plus i'm going to watch this on wow presents uh where i'm already paying you know a monthly fee so wait this is going to be on wow presents i that's what i saw in a commercial i think it'll be on wow presents i hope so oh um, I I heard otherwise, uh, so we'll, the jury's still out on that. All right, well I'm gonna um, Google it now. Um, certainly Google it now while I am talking about Eureka O'Hara, a very interesting queen because she is so polarizing based on her behavior on season ten, and then you know some things that happened after, um, and then she was on this hit HBO show and people were like, oh fabulous it's it's almost like it's interesting that she's being brought back onto a format that didn't necessarily work for her but because of what how she was edited on another platform it'll be okay i'm just i'm very curious to see where eureka lands this season i i do think it's worth another go at it i have to say i fucking love her runways so it for that i'm excited um, am I excited for any like stupid drama? No, but I'm really excited for the runways because I know she can fucking do that. I loved that she, you know, call them the all stars lips. It's so true. Yeah. Um, and, and, and here she is, uh, you know, we're here and it's Eureka, the elephant in the room and we'll see, we'll see how she does. I, I can't imagine that she's going to get to the top. Um, but I, you know, it's just another another go at it, and it's 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 good because I'm excited to see what she looks like. I'm expecting her to go far. She's definitely someone who I'm in that camp where, having seen her on We Are Here, I'm like, okay, I found you, Miss O'Hara. Uh, <laughs> there uh, you are, Peter. There yeah. you are. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know what to expect. I kind of am expecting her to go far. Um, but I, yeah, seeing her again in the Meet the Queens, I was like, Eureka. And I had recently rewatched season 10 and it was like, and anyone who had listened to us during season 10 knows that I did not enjoy Eureka. And, right. um, I, uh, I'm ready to kind of, uh, wipe the slate clean. I, I'm kind of like, okay, let's see what happens. Yeah, all right. All right. Who's that goose? Who's that honking goose I'm over just, there? I'm yeah. just too old to carry around hatred for yeah. people on TV. There's that I think too. that's where I'm at. You I know, think that's so also tired. it. I think that's how I felt watching Meet the Queens where I was just like, I, I don't have the, I don't have the time, the talent or the energy to like hold a grudge against someone on television. <laughs> like, let's also have that moment of refrain of like, you're angry. Why are you angry? Yeah. You are yeah, angry. Why are you angry? Why are yeah. you, angry? Um, <laughs> why are you mad? Uh, I also yeah. want to qualify, and I'm not mad, uh, but it is not going to be on Wow Presents Plus in the U.S. or Canada or Down Under. That's so what I thought. I guess Thank I'll you. buy the season on Amazon Prime like a sucker. Uh, once why don't I... you just do Paramount Plus? Then you'll be able to watch old episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark and Doug and... There's Ooh. a new Rugrats if you care. Uh, oh, you can watch mom. Nick Arcade. <gasps> you, Nick, Nick Arcade, Arcade is going to be on Paramount Plus. With what's yes. his name? Mike. What was his name? Phil Moore. Phil Moore. Oh, Phil Moore. God. Phil me more, baby. Yeah, Phil me more. You know what oh. I think I realized when we talked about that, and like three people listening will have will care or have even heard this conversation. I think I was confusing Phil Moore with Omar Gooding. 
oh no Fillmore is very different no he uh, is he is but yeah I think that's why I was like why do I know Fillmore is because I was thinking of Omar Gooding yeah right um, it's uh, and and I believe Legends of the Hidden Temple is also I think they're actually making a comeback for like 30 something year olds. Yeah, uh, which I love which, that girl. Uh, I love that for me. I love that market of like, oh, and, and it's like and and they're cater and I'm in it. They're catering to me of like yeah, the market. And of, I'm in it. Yeah. yeah. Of people in their late 20s into mid to late 30s who are nostalgic for the 90s. Oh. Oh. It's 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 very All Star Six in the sense of you know oh look at all these queens that we were in our twenties watching and rooting for right like mm-hmm. there there is that there is that there it's it's a trend I think in media to play towards the generic what not no the geriatric millennials you know <laughs> I love it. oh yeah because that is the term is we are geriatric millennials and I. I'm fine with it because I'm like, yes, there is that little sweet spot. I'll buy it all. Yes, 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 I'll have all all of it. Like I just saw on Reddit, someone posted a video. They recreated that Sears air conditioning commercial from the 90s. Um, Oh, wow. Going to be another scorcher. Cool. And then there were all these people in the comments talking about all the other commercials they remembered. Of course, Muzzy was there. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so I just and I and I just felt this. Just we la jeune fille. Yeah, that's you know that's French. Those children are speaking. No, they're not French. They're American. That's correct. I just kind of seeing all that. There was just this wonderful sense of community of like, oh, we all remember these things. We all remember the Empire commercial jingle. You know, mm-hmm. Empire right. today. Yeah, correct. Um. <laughs> So it's it's nice to know that I was right about Wow Presents Plus. Oh, she's so still on that. She still that. just yep. wants to see it. Well, whatever. It was your birthday this weekend. You can you were right. Thank you. You were right, Mary. Mary, you know you were right, and I was wrong. Oh, wow. That's really your can gift. We, can, I was can wrong. Can I just wait? Can you say that one more time? I just want to make sure if I you could a just clean hold, yeah. Of it. Uh, I was wrong, and <laughs> you were right. <laughs> About insert topic here. Um, there, oh, I can can't wait to use now. this. Yeah. I'm just going to use this. Um, so, Mary, let's talk about, uh, I think, the two that we haven't really expanded on. Ginger, Akira, sorry, three, and Yara. So, Akira, Akira Chanel, it's, she was so good. We fell the fuck in love with her in season 11. Twerking um, and crying. I mean, there's there's the a runways, lot there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where is the body? She She's a part of the lexicon. She's a part of the culture. I feel like she was covered up by a lot that happened that season, right? You had the stupid love story between Brooklyn and Vanjie. You had Vanjie as the moment. You had Silky. Mm-hmm. And then you had Evie. And then... It was just like this, Akira was just this other force there that you have to rewatch that season to really appreciate Akira. Yeah. Because there was mm-hmm. so much going on covering it up. You do have to rewatch season 11, appreciating Akira, because I'm remembering now the untucked when her mom and her grandma came on screen and she like <gasps> jumped away and cried. Oh. oh, it's so good. Akira is, like, I will say, Akira is someone who I'm like, Yes, I'm. I I loved Akira, but she was just in a in a yeah in a really busy season, and 
Mm. I, I'm very happy to see her again. That season. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. She sent Raja home. Um, I, I don't think any of the drama, I don't think All Stars 6 editors are going to care about, you know, Akira sending Raja home, Raja sending Scarlet home. Like, I think, mm. I, I hope that they don't lean into any of those storylines because I just don't care. I don't even uh, remember. It, like, you, you right. telling me that, I'm like, oh, she did? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, uh, what I feel like is a front runner in the same way that Pandora boxes. Ginger Minge is one of the queens that consistently did well. She was on a very tough season of All Stars 2, but granted, I still remember Horse Around. I mean, who doesn't? I, can't, I mean, you know. The thing is that week, yeah, she was. She basically won the challenge that week. I mean, she, she was so yeah. good. It was just the runway so and the decisions and whatnot. It was. She was kind you of. Also just, loved Roxy that challenge oh, too. So let's not forget <laughs> Roxy as Ava Perone. Let it be said. Let us all let it sink in. It is under celebrated. But Ginger, you know, she was she was great that season. She was really just a casualty of All Stars too. And watching her meet the Queens video, I was like, ugh. You're great. You're so charismatic. Like she's so she's hilarious. So yeah. funny. I I am so happy to see her again and I do fully expect her. I mean again, I have no idea what's going to happen, but like if I had to put money down now, she's the one I'm most expecting to go to the end. I feel like she's going to have this Alaska energy to her of like I'm going to figure out how to win and do it well. And cuz cuz I just think that she has that in her um, it. We should also mention that she has a exit line that we quote consistently. Yeah, got me, gal. Got me, gal. I mean, there's a lot of queens, a lot of exit lines, and uh, oh, I thought you said exit lines because of uh, her. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Ginger Minge uh, is going to be great. Uh, I, I would be surprised if she didn't do great. I just think that she has a a seasoned quality to her, similar to a Pandora box, similar to a Trinity K. Bonet, where they're just going to come into it and know what to do. They're going to know how to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, and she says this in the Meet the Queens video. It's like she, you know, she did fine in the challenges. You know, the runways were where things got tricky, but like she was fine. You know, if it's a performance challenge, she even figured out a dance challenge. Like she's already proven the, the thing, the paces that they put these queens through on Drag Race, she's managed to keep up through all of them. So, right, you know. Right. Uh, and Glamazonian Airways was fabulous. Oh, she was so good in that. Yeah. So I, I think she's going to be great. I think she's going to be, regardless of how she does, I think she's going to be great TV and very entertaining, good talking heads. Like, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see her back. What about Yara Sophia? Were you expecting Yara Sophia? I I wasn't, and I don't really know where to place her in this mix, if I'm going to be honest. Mm. I'm just kind mm. of like, oh, you're Sophia. Okay. I mean, she's great, and uh, I'm happy to see her here. I have no idea what to think. I have no idea what to expect. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm just, like, blanking. But I like the idea of her coming in and, like, just destroying the competition. I like that idea. Um, she, for me, fills a space of someone that is completely guarded, not guarded. 
what's the word I'm looking for? She is totally in control. The fact that she even mentioned that the trolls have multiplied, but she doesn't care. She knows. I think she knows how all of this works. She she has been around. She's done two seasons before. I think she she can. She's not afraid to cause drama on the show. She's not afraid to say what she means. She's not afraid to just come out with it. And I think that's an important character to have. I also think that she is hilarious and can turn a fucking look. Well, I think that's what I'm most excited about is I think her runways are going to be, they're going to be looks with, with all capital letters. And so I think that'll be exciting. I, you know, I like her talking heads. I think she's really funny. I, yeah, I mean, I guess it's really just that feeling maybe similar with Pandora where it's like, yeah, she's been around and a part of this franchise for such a long time that it's, uh, there's almost a sense of like, oh, wow, like I remember you when you were in the season three era of Drag Race. Like, it's so weird to see you now in like the All-Star 6 era of Drag Race, like this level of production, mm. you know? Uh, so, but uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised to see her do really well. I think she's just going to be game. Mm-hmm. When the producers are like, hey, we need this type of scene, she's like, got it. I'm right, on it. Right, right. Yeah. You know, um, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I think that uh, people who listen to our season t- 12 recap may be shocked, and particularly that person who left us one star. Uh, review because of how many times we talked about Jan that you only briefly mentioned Jan as a middle game queen like that seemed to be the implication that you're like oh yeah Jan is the, you know it'd be nice to see Jan again whatever you've come a long way since season 12 Jan 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 I believe the review said when Jan is on a season with Trinity K. Bonet Pandora Box Yara Sophia and Akira C. Davenport Jan is middle queen, Mary. I I, I got to say, I'm super excited for not just all the references we're going to get. Did you notice that she referenced the bus club, another club, that Lady Gaga thing? Oh, is that what that was from? Oh, yeah. I did notice like she she is a lot funnier than I've been giving her credit for. And I think I've more discovered that between seasons and through social media that like she's, you know, like not that, you know, like that's one of her big quotes. And it's all you know, just her in her apartment doing an Instagram live. Like, I right. Uh, I like. I'm excited for her Jan's jukebox. I just want to ma- mention. Oh, that. like that is also something that I'm super excited for her to be on a platform. Jan's jukebox. I just gotta yeah. say, I, I I gotta say this out loud, and because I, I think it's worth it. I do think it's too soon for her to come back. I'm kind of like, oh, girl, or casting. Why, you know? And I get it. It's because of the face crack, and you know, she had a moment, and then Rose was just on, but. You know, of course you're going to be the queen that's like, I'm not on too soon, right? You're going to pull a little Blair St. Clair. It's like, no, Mm. girl, like how much growing could you have really done in the pandemic? And so, uh, you know, in terms of not maturity, because she was always mature. She was always a sweet little goose. I'm just saying like, you know, again, another spot where I'm like, really? Somebody else could have had this. Yeah, yeah. This couldn't have been Dita. I hear you. Um, yeah, I you know only not be- not to say that I you know because I love Jan I do she's I know. on our podcast of she's fabulous you love Jan we all love Jan but I hear you stacked against everyone else I mean you know because we kind of mentioned Scarlet Envy in the same breath and I'm I'm actually very excited to see Scarlet Envy again like I I think on second glance I actually I've 
I wrote her off as pretty or as mean or as shallow, but I think there's so much more to Scarlet Envy than I think I was giving credit to as like a oh, person Mary. on TV, you know? Yeah, we, we towards the end of her on the show, I remember we we were like, oh no, Scarlet's really adorable. Yeah. She's such a little silly little faggot, so, you know? Yeah, exactly, and her... Betsy DeVos in the Trump the Musical is Ugh. so funny. That is something to like go back and reappreciate is how good she was as Betsy DeVos. Um, yes. Yeah, Scarlet Envy, I'm I'm really excited for. Like again, I think it's a stacked cast, but like someone who I'm like, yeah, Scarlet Envy. Like uh, I don't know. I almost think in some ways, sometimes I think about season 11 is like, oh God, I can't go back to that season. But now having such a season 11 heavy all-stars, I'm like, this could be an ele- a redemption for season 11 for me, you know? I Not for me. I mean, it's it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but not for me. Uh, I, I just know that already. Because you're I, angry. You're holding a grudge. <laughs> you're mad. I'm mad at it. Oh, why is Serena? Oh, I'm so angry. Oh. I hate Raja. I'm so mad at her. Oh, I have to vomit when I look at Silky on the screen. Oh, not Silky. More like Sicky, Nutmeg Ganache. Uh, so I got to ask. First, I'm going to answer because I do want to. I'm very excited to answer this question. But adult in the room for this cast so far. For me, it's TKB and Ginger. TKB, certainly because I just think TKB is in a place where she's just like love and life. And she's going to be that queen that's like giving advice. She's going to be the queen that's helping people out. And I think Ginger also understands things from a meta level and also why she is going to be that energy. Well, I think you've asked a very good question for All Stars 6 because I I think never has it been a more interesting question of who's the adult in the room because I think there's a lot of adults. Like, I, you know, I, and age, you know, is is nothing but a a pair of numerals, but uh, as has been once said, but I mean, Ginger Minge, I could see as an adult in the room. I can see Kylie Sonique, Love Hewitt, Michelle Geller as an adult in the room. Pandora Box as an adult in the room. I think Scarlett's got some like, you know, seasons camp counselor qualities. I think Trinity has kind of a like, you know, I've been away at grad school kind of energy. Yes. Um, Yara Sophia has, you know, there's, I think there is a sort of, you know, kooky ant adult in the room quality. Like there's, Another reason I'm excited for this season is the number of potential adults in the room, you know? Yeah. I mean, I do hope that that they're adults enough to be able to cause drama and have fun in the workroom, basically in like a Gia Trinity fighting mm-hmm. over Caitlyn Jenner type of way. Oh, yeah. You know? Or, yeah. Like, I just, I, I want more of that Alexis Michelle, not Alexis Michelle, uh, take a drink, Alexis Mateo looking at her nails. Oh. Um, I want that, uh, you know, uh, and again, th- that's our lens. That's how we appreciate this show. Um, this cast seems uh, on the outset, huh? But when you really think about each queen and how they're going to interact together, you're like, oh, okay, this is, this is going to be an interesting arc. There's going to be some um, cool things that happen. I'm, I'm going to go into it you know, excited. I really am. I, I, the more I've dug into this, the more like I've, you know, I've thought about it. It's like, I think this could be a lot of fun. I, I, 
I think it's a bunch of seasons drag queens who know how to be on TV, who know how to create reality TV. I got not much else going on because I quit my day job. So like, I'm going to enjoy this season because I got the room, you know? I, I'm i excited to cover this season with you and be honest because this is all stars and I feel like it's just a little bit, It's the stakes are less high because they're all going to profit from yeah. this platform at this point. So I'm I'm excited to call looks that I don't like or or challenge performances that I'm just like, what was that edit? Why are they praising this? I'm excited to to just kind of let it all hang out on All Star Six and and you know, uh, have the fans hate us for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm coming to this season one boob already out. I'm very excited. Mm. Uh yeah, I think it'll be fun. I think, uh, you know, so yeah, we are going to do All Stars 6 on the main feed. And I think then we'll continue our discussions of the international seasons on the Patreon feeds. And uh, we're going to have a lot of drag race going on at once. There you go, Mary. I We do need to just pause very quickly for a, a little ad break. <laughs> Well, if ever there was a time to talk about therapy. And I do love to talk about therapy. I honestly don't know anyone who wouldn't benefit from it these days, myself included. I couldn't agree more, Mary. And it's super accessible now, thanks to BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. And with phone or video sessions available, scheduling a session is as easy as ordering a lovely cheese pizza just for me. And much like Selena, I love pizza. I also love that you can send a message to your counselor basically at any time and actually get a response. And if you want to change counselors, no problem. It's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now. They've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy, and there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. And that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. Uh, I am excited to... For all of this drag that's happening this summer, I would be lying if I said that I wasn't a little like, wow. But why not? You know, yeah. I'm going to watch it anyway. We might as well just have a discussion about it after um, and, and see how it goes. Uh, the this, this episode, I think, is coming out on the heels of Drag Race Spain, which mm -hmm. uh, we're recording this episode uh, the Friday before. So... We haven't watched Drag Race Spain, but we will be talking about that season, um, I think, uh, you know, unless we watch the premiere and it's just terrible. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I know. We've had some people asking, are we going to do Drag Race uh, España, if you will? But you just heard me say España. Do you ever want to hear me say that again? No, 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 no. no. So Drag I'm not Race gonna, Spain. It's yeah, fine. I didn't even put a TH in there anywhere. Like, you do not want to keep hearing that. So. Um, yeah, we're going to watch it. We're going to see how we feel. Obviously, we're trying to cover a lot of Drag Race at once. We've had some requests for it. So, 
Stay tuned. I mean, you know, this is a free skate episode, so you may not know that on our Patreon feed, not only are we currently doing Drag Race Down Under right now, but on our only Mary's level, we're doing Hall of Fame Drag Race episodes. So we Mm. just talked about the Frenemies episode from season four. We talked about the musical episode from season two of of Drag Race Thailand. We talked about, what was the other one we did? Oh, uh, you know, that episode we talked about. What was that one we did? The lip sync one. The lip sync one. The lip sync extravaganza from season five. So yes. uh, we're going to be talking about the comedy challenge plus its infamous Untucked from season six. So, mm. I mean, we're doing our own all stars. We're not waiting till June 24th on Paramount Plus. We're doing it every week on patreon.com slash all right, Mary. Girl, this is all stars. Yeah. This is all stars. We're all stars. We're all stars. So that's not how an all stars uh, acts. What is it Blair said? Like, yeah, that's that, not an all star. Yeah, that's what? not how oh. an all star behaves. Oh, God. Oh, that was, it was so awful. So, so oh. cringy. So cringy. <laughs> anyway, Marys, uh, if you have any thoughts on this all star six cast, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary, or you can email us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. You can also uh, find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright dash Mary. If you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also One. And of course, you can hear more of me on my other two podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, you can get more of both of us, including the aforementioned Drag Race Down Under recaps and Hall of Fame episode recaps at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. All right, Mary. We did not talk about a last chance lip sync. No, we did not. We did not talk about a last Mm. chance lip sync. So, I mean... It was your birthday, so what do you want it to be, girl? <laughs> Is it just me saying over and over, you were right and I was wrong to a disco Oh, beat? my God, yes. Yeah. I love that idea. No, you know, if I had two choices, the first two that came to mind, um, the first one is Greenlight, but since Kenny goddamn Davenport, you know, killed it in a lip sync already, um, I think I'm going to choose a Bjork song. Oh. Um, I've just been feeling Bjork this month. She's uh, really helped me out on long walks. And I'm going to go with, uh, let's just, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do Bachelorette. Okay. All right. Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Well, folks, you know, we've got a Bachelorette on our hands. Portland Marys, if you're listening, we've got a birthday girl. You know, you got a birthday girl on your mitts. She's fully vaccinated. Oh my god, that's uh, she's medicated. <laughs> she's vaccinated. Oh, ganz, ganz. All right, Marys, thanks so much for listening, and we're excited. Uh, we'll see you in about a month for All Star Six coverage. In the meantime, um, you know, enjoy. <laughs> Tot scenes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>